Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Desperate House Witches. This is Miriam Walker. <laughs> this is Raina Star. Hi, how are you? Uh, welcome to the show. If you've never been here before, Desperate House Witches is not a GPG or even an R-rated show. So, if bad language, dirty talk, bodily functions, and anything else I might say might offend you, this may not be the show for you. However, if you don't care about all that, come on. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredible Wicked Witch herself, the incredible Dorothy Morrison, who during this month of May, which is the month of Dorothy Morrison, she is doing her amazing mystery boxes in celebration of her re-release of Utterly Wicked, the best hexing book you will ever buy, just saying. So mm-hmm. go on there and get it. And if you need it shipped overseas, check out theangrycauldron.com, www.theangrycauldron.com, and check out Dorothy's other products on www.wickedwitchstudios. That's wickedwitchstudios with an S. dot com. So we've got mm-hmm. another triple header weekend for y'all. Guess what? Yeah. Tonight we have the amazing Judica Ellis who is going to talk to us about her brand new who's going to talk to us about her brand new book Daily Magic. So I'm excited about that. I just found out about it. So sorry sis, I just found out about it. That's why you didn't know about it uh, cuz I just heard about it. So then tomorrow we have Jason Mankey at 1 p.m. and then we're talking to for the very first time the lovely and amazing Sharon Knight. So that's going to be fun, and that'll be at 3 p.m. So, yeah, we've got another full weekend for you people. We are working our tushies off for you. Just saying, (laughs) just saying. However, next week is Memorial Day weekend, so we are not having any shows because I'm tired. And I need some extra rest. Yes, I do. We need some sleep. We need to go hang out with our families. And see what's up, because as you know, they're starting to open places. Not that we're going no. anywhere, but it's no. going to be interesting. I don't know. You know, unfortunately, we just found out that Mystic South Conference in Atlanta yeah. has been postponed until 2021. But that's okay. You know, the organizers talked about it, thought about it, and I'm sure it was a pretty tough decision. But they decided that for the safety of all concerned, that they were merely going to move it to next year. Same bat time, same bat channel, which is, I think, a, a smart move. I mean, I'm sad that we're not going to see everybody because this and I yeah. love going. But, but we think, we agree. We think this is a smart decision. We thank the organizers for all of the hard work they put in all year long. Absolutely. And, uh, 
you know, seriously, they're awesome folks. The whole team is great. Um, but we also appreciate the fact that, you know, our health is more important to them than the money they're going to be losing, <laughs> which is, yeah. you know, it's a hard choice. But when you're talking about people's lives, you know, you got to do the right thing. So, and they did. So we're really pleased. We are already confirmed for next year. Um, Yay. So all of, all of our paperwork has already been submitted. I've taken care of all of it. We are good to go. And uh, that's it. The only thing folks need to remember to do, if you've registered, you need to contact the organizers as far as whether you want to roll your payment over or if you want a refund, please contact the organizers as far as that goes. Also, if you have made hotel reservations, please remember to cancel your hotel reservations for this year. Um, yeah. Because if it will not happen automatically, and I don't want to see folks get stuck, um, you know, having to pay for something that they're not going to. So if you've made a reservation, folks, go ahead and cancel it for this year, uh, and uh, that's the fair thing to do for the hotel so, and yourself. So anyway. Um, so, yeah, speaking of the amazing month of Dorothy, just got my mystery package from her amazingness. Let me tell y'all, she stuffs a bunch of stuff into those boxes, <laughs> and I got a haul. I got the big box. I said big box. Uh, you said box. <laughs> I said big box. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I got a copy of the new version. I mean, it's new artwork and a new forward by the wonderful Amy Blackthorn. But I got my – but it is a smaller book, so – I like it because it will fit into my purse. So if you need a traveling copy, yeah, babe. So if you need a traveling copy of Utterly Wicked, and quite frankly, I do, um, let me suggest you get another copy because the other copy was a little bit too big to just kind of have in my purse. And I carry a medium-sized purse. I do not carry a particularly large purse which is probably why the other copy did not fit in it. Um, but this, this new version, it's, it's a little bit smaller, uh, so it does fit in my bag, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, That's but so you can't cool. go wrong. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a groovy book. Like I said, it's the only hexing book you will ever need, uh, which is why I just freaking love it. It's it's really <laughs> great, just saying. It's, so yeah. that's for consideration, obviously. Um, also, the mystery boxes are exquisite. I mean, I got a lot of stuff. What do you get? What do you get? I got candles. Um, I got a couple of things that I can't really go into detail about. Um, I got a new tarot bag, which was lovely. Um, I got the book. I got a set of Mardi Gras beads. I was one of the lucky oh. ones. Oh. Yeah. Dorothy's personal stuff. Yes, baby. I got something cool. Because I also had her do the reading and the candles she sent me. Oh, let me go get the candles so I can tell you which one she sent me. Okay. So, so she cool. sent me. Yeah. 
And I think she sent me these based on the card reading she did. But she yeah. sent me one, one of the Come to Mama, and she sent ah. me one of the Extreme Badass. So nice. I'm like, I know. I'm like, you know what? She, there must have been something. I didn't ask what the card said. I don't really. It's really for her to just help her decide what I need. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. That works. <laughs> the, tarot bag awesome. is, the tarot bag is super cute. Super, super cute. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's purple. It's purple and. It's just really pretty. It's purple, and it's got like an iridescent leopard print, but it's not sparkly. I don't know how to explain this, but it's, she, yeah, I got a tarot bag that's double-sided, so it's like, yeah, I, I, it's got a spot for your tarot cards and for money, (laughs) which is good to have. Yeah, so you don't have to carry a separate wallet if you don't want to, but, um, I thought that was pretty awesome. And the funny thing about that, today when I was out shopping, I was at um, one of my favorite places locally called Taj Essentials. They have every kind of fragrance oil you can think of. They have black seed, um, black seed oil, edible, drinkable, um, which is oh. good for the body. They have sea moss, also good for the body. They have... Uh, African black soap. They have all kinds of really cool stuff. They have oil burners. You can buy body oil. You can buy burner oil. You can have bath salts made. I mean, 9,000 different things. It's a really great place. But I'm in there, and I'm making a purchase, and this woman says, I feel your energy. I said, okay. She says, you read tarot? And I was like, not anymore. And she's like, but you will read for me. And I went, okay. What? <laughs> like, she came in and, like, took over my mind for a minute. And she just, like, honed in on me. She's like, can I have your card? I'm like, how does this woman even know I have a card? Okay. Yeah. But I was fascinated. And I'm like, yes, goddess, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she wanted and she went after it. Good for her. Man, that yeah, but she just like picked me out of nothing. It was like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, you you do have a good energy. For anybody who's who's not met Raina in person, she does have a very good energy. So I can I can see why, you know, moth to a flame. Oh, no, she's she's not a moth. Let me tell you something. She was so funny, you would have loved her. It was like, yeah, because yeah, she was like the perfect combination of me and you. <laughs> it was very weird. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, it was wild. She's really super nice. So, Shacky girl, check me out. Hit me up on Facebook, I told you. So, yeah, and, and to our friends at Taj Essentials, y'all, I love you. You know, I'm thinking about Aww. you. You knew I was going to talk about you tonight, and they're my buddies. They're, they take really good care of everybody who walks in this family after the first visit. So, yeah. So I got a huge, 
huge bottle of my special perfume oil mix. I'm pretty stoked about it. So have you ever been there yet? I still have to take you, don't I? Yeah, I, I haven't been there yet. Oh but, my gosh. yeah, absolutely. As, as, soon as, as soon as it is safe to move about the cabin, I would love to go. Uh, it would be fun. And then I can practice on your nails. Yes, y'all. Oh, I yes. have quarantina nails. Let me tell you what. Not uh-huh. for nothing. This old witch was sick of looking at her nails, and I'm like, no, this isn't going to happen. So I have been in the interim for the last month and a half, been teaching myself how to do my own nails, and if you're friends with me on Facebook, you have seen that I am actually learning how to do it. So I'm like, yeah, you know, all that money I was spending on getting my nails done. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can do it myself now. And I'm getting I'm getting okay. Right, sis? I'm getting okay at it. I, I think they're gorgeous. They look professional. Well, you haven't seen them that – I mean, I'm looking at them like – examining them and I can see like every missed filing and every lump and bump um but yeah I mean I'm getting better at it it takes practice like I said so that's how I that's how I'm saving money I'm like oh good I don't have to do I can do this whenever I want to and I don't have to make an appointment and I'm sorry y'all I hate sitting in that chair for over an hour I love the person who's doing my nails She's great, but to have to make an appointment, drive over, sometimes wait no matter what, even if you have an appointment, yep. and then you got to drive home, and it's like, no, on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday, it's fun. I mean, I'm just doing it myself, so, you know. There you go. Mix your own, mix your own bath salts. Take care of your own nails. If necessary, get that bottle of color and do it yourself. Else, because whatever yep. you do, the professional can fix later. But you got to feel good about yourself, and you've got to feel good about yourself, especially when things are insane outside. So I, you know, yeah. self care is great, but self love, self love, bring the love in. You know, do your magic yes, work, do your shadow work, because now's the time to dig deep when you have less interaction with other people, because you can come out of this much stronger if you are doing your shadow work, getting, get, get that dirty stuff, get that mop, clean up all those dark areas you've been ignoring because now you've got time to examine them. So if you've got yep. shit inside you that you want the gods to help you fix, this is the time to start making those requests. So, you know... Self-love, self-care, let's do this. Just saying. Yep. Spring mm-hmm. cleaning time. It is. Inside and out. Seriously. Yep. You know, my quarantine 13 has turned into the quarantine 33. So, I am working <laughs> on my fat ass. Just saying. Listen, this witch likes to eat. And <laughs> not just victims. <laughs> I like everything. <laughs> just saying. Time to, you know... I went and saw a doctor today. It was the first time the doctor had seen me in three months. And the doctor said, you look good. I'm like, I look fat. She's like, well, your skin looks amazing. I said, because fat pops out the wrinkles. (laughs) So we had a a big laugh over that. Oh, that's uh, funny. 
Yeah. So, that's okay. all. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I have, I, I really haven't seen too many other human beings. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I literally, I, I stay home. It's if I have to go out for something, you know, I, I take every precautionary measure, you know, and, and everything. But God, the last time I went out. Because I had forgotten to add refried beans to the grocery list. So I was like, well, shit, I I need those because I was making, Uh I think, nachos that night. And I went to, like, just the local food lion and, oh, my God. You know, the people wearing masks, awesome. They followed the rules. They, no problem, no issue, gave you room. And then there's, like... Over half of them, no gloves, no mask, all up in your face. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, I need to grab this and get out of here because I'm going to kick somebody. You know, I, I don't, I don't like people invading my space on a good day. You know, unless I know you. You know, if I know you, hugs, all that, I'm good with. But if I don't know you and you're too close to me, mm-mm. I will. I have no problem telling somebody back up, you know. Or is there something I can help you with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you trying to pick my pockets? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. She will uh, punch a bitch in the throat. I'm just saying, watch out for her when yep. she gets mad. You don't want to see my sister mad. Yeah, and it's, it's, you know, it takes you. a lot to make me mad, but that will set me, that and chewing with your mouth open will set me off. Ooh. Like, in a heartbeat. Ugh. In Ugh. a heartbeat. Ugh. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, sis, uh, you know, uh-oh. how <laughs> we were we were putting together, like, you know, uh, let's see, a desk, which we did get together. We finally yeah. finished the desk, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. And then we have uh, we have bed, the bookshelves, and an entertainment center, the desk, and I think that was about it. Yeah, we we went to put the bookshelves together, and they misdrilled yeah. the holes, so we still have no <gasps> bookshelves. <laughs> Bastards! I know. What are you going to do about that? Well, we're going to have to call both. Are you going to redrill the holes yourself or what? What How are you going to make it work? So the the holes on on that are are misaligned and the, um, oh, God, I cannot remember the name of them. The cabs, I think. I don't know. They're, They're like, you know, joints. To put okay. in either side, not not the the wooden ones, but metal ones, and mm-hmm. those the the cab uh, hook won't hook onto them. So it's like we can't yeah. even do that because we were like, okay, well we can skip the dowels, but right. we still need to you know lock it in place, and it it won't even reach. So it's like Damn. I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's a mess. I'm sorry. We that sucks. We won't be buying furniture from them again. Mm. You know, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, awesome. yeah, I didn't even know 
you know, it, you know what? I don't want to say the company name because it, it might be like a new offering and maybe they're just, they got a bad supplier. <laughs> maybe they'll change at some point. So I don't want to drive away business, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see if I mention them depending on how they take care of this. Well, they better take care of it because they don't listen. One of us pissed is bad. Two of us pissed is somebody's mm-hmm. nightmare. <laughs> we're not really you don't pleasant. Want to see us. We, I mean, if we're if we're feeling jerked about, we're gonna say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, see how they handle this. But yeah, if 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 they do not take care of the issue. There's going to be some problems, you know. But we'll see. We shall see. Where's our guest, babe? She is actually, she just showed up in the queue. You want to bring her on? Please. That was perfect timing. (laughs) Miss Judica. Hi. (laughs) I guess that was perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Amazing, Judith. I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing good. Great. Bored, but good. Oh no! Don't be bored. Don't be bored. There's so many great books to read. There really are. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, you're coming out with one of them. (laughs) Yes. Although it's not here yet. Wow. When is it coming out? Magic. I know nothing about Daily Magic as far as, honestly, I didn't even know this book was being written. So the book was uh, finished. The book was actually finished, um, at least the first draft in October. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the publishing world has had some distractions. So yeah. um, <laughs> one or two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it will be out in September. It's a it's a perpetual calendar, January oh, one okay. to December thirty first, with spells and rituals for you know each day of the year. That sounds cool. oh wow that's cool. that's very cool and probably really badly needed right now. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. This situation has just been insane. What are you seeing out there in the publishing world? What are you seeing in your world, period? You know, my world, in some ways, personally, has not changed that much. It's just gotten busier. I, I'm more busy, not less busy. So, I mean, to yeah. tell you the truth, boredom sounds like not that terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um you know because I work at home anyway. I you know I I'm a, I'm an author, I write and I'm an editor, yep. so I edit other people's books and I'm a card reader, so I do that at home too. You know, I I read over the phone mainly. Um yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to have to learn, you know, in the last couple of years since I started I started writing this daily magic in 2018. And since then I've really done very very few events. So I'm scheduled to do the Pagan Unity Festival at the end of this month, end of May. So, you know, in some ways, having virtual events makes things possible for me that weren't possible just, you know, a couple months ago. Um, You know, I I feel what I see for other people. I I just, my, my heart breaks 
for all the witch stores and the metaphysical shops and the independent booksellers because yeah. you know oh, yeah. it's just it's what a disaster it's um, it's it's been kind of brutal, but you know I've noticed that some people have really learned to adapt yeah and some of the, some of the stores um for example, our friends at Asheville Raven and Crumb, yeah. they are putting putting together their website to uh, start selling stuff and shipping it, which I am really excited about because honestly, even though I only, I mean, I don't live horrendous hours right. and hours away, but it's just going to be so much easier to have them ship. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm willing well, to do I mean, that. I, I don't. I don't think it's going to stay exactly like this forever, but it's not going back either. So, this, no. you know, yeah. this is it. This is the new age now, and we have to be inventive and creative and figure out how we are going to do more than survive. You know, we're gonna we're gonna live well, and um, and I see people. You know, I see people doing guided tours of their stores and doing like personal shopping, and doing yeah. deliveries and doing all sorts of stuff and you know me too i have to learn how to do online classes so we we're all you know all the old dogs learning the new tricks <laughs> yeah i mean and i understand you know and listen i'm as touchy-feely probably yeah. more so than the next person uh, me too i'm a hugger yeah we're lovies you know and yeah and being yeah. being that but maybe kind of not person, anymore <laughs> well <laughs> And see, I'm having, I'm struggling with that. I really yeah. am because I, I mean, come on, I'm almost sixty years old. This is yeah, how I've too. always been. Yeah, me right. Too. So you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. when you're, when you've been a certain way your whole life, and then all of a sudden, <gasps> stop. <laughs> I, I oh. was a really shy. I was a very shy kid. I mean, well, you know, well into my twenties. So. Oh wow. The the ability to like walk up to someone and hug them like I appreciate that because Aww. that's not something that maybe at age fourteen I would have been comfortable doing. So I mean, and it's a really beautiful thing to have that personal contact with people. But you know, we, we don't want to make each other sick either. Yeah, I know. And I'm, <laughs> I'm having a really hard time because like people, I mean, you talk about being affectionate, like. All day, every day, where I work at my day job, we are very affectionate people. Yeah, yeah. And now you tell this group of people who are used to every morning, I mean, hugs from at least 10 people per morning, and you have to now tell people, stay six feet away. Not just don't hug me, but not only are you, <laughs> are you not allowed to hug me, you're not allowed to be in my airspace. And it's yeah. been a painful, painful transition for me because we're still in the office because we're essential. We service hospitals and police yeah. and all kinds of things. Um, but it's been it's been a really hard transition when you're still with those people every day. I mean, everybody gets it. Nobody's angry, but yeah, it's a real good. sea change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I have really been in lockdown for, you know, uh, I mean, like two months now. But uh, next week, I do need to bring my car into the shop. And I Uh, cannot, and I have to explain, like, there's there's a thing that's wrong. You know, I need a new part, and I have to explain it to the guy. And I'm having, 
I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around standing six feet away from him and yelling through a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I haven't done that yet. I really haven't been anywhere. So it's, it's a, like, I, I'm sure it's going to be fine. I just mm-hmm. can't, I can't even visualize what it's going to be like. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be difficult. But, you know, and I'm, cons- here's the thing. I'm, cons- I, and I always have two opposing thoughts in my head at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, She's a yeah. desperate to have, I'm desperate to have the economy start back up, and I'm desperate to keep everyone safe. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's really hard. I mean, because I, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people who own stores, and it's just heartbreaking. And they're, you know, I mean, how do you live if you have inventory and you can't sell it? And, I mean, for publishers, too. You know, we, publishers create these wonderful books, but we have to have someplace to sell them. Um, Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I've heard not in the U.S., but I've heard of, you know, a publisher in the U.K., um, you know, calling it quits. They just couldn't hold out. And I I, I don't know, you know, what is the landscape going to look like um, yeah. six months from now, a year from now? Yeah, it's, it's well, really painful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I do have to say I, I am proud of our community and how adaptive yeah. that we are. I mean, cause yeah. we, were, we were always... <laughs> adaptive but we're not the ones walking around with guns shooting people because they ask you to wear a mask exactly yeah that is just beyond comprehension to me Uh, and i i'm not i'm not trying to talk those people into or out of anything because there's no talking to them you know it's my fear is when they show up with kids you know or the elderly it's just uh, that's not fair. Those kids can't make that choice. You do what you want. Leave the kids out of it. Yeah, but. I know, and I know, and, and we are. You know, we have stepped. We woke up and we found ourselves in the new age, and I think yeah. this new age was not what a lot of people thought it was going to be. And um, I see the resistance in some people. Like they just, I mean, it, 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 there's no way of hitting rewind. This is a really traumatic thing. And yeah. even if, you know, we're able to go back to some of the things, I mean, I don't think we as a culture, you know, and this is worldwide, how how do we go back to, you know, this is always going to be there now. If somebody yeah. sits at you, you know, it used to just be an insult, but now, you know, are, are, are they trying to kill you? Well, yeah, <laughs> that is the question. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, you know, from a magical perspective, you know, in terms of spell casting, because um, you know, please don't do this, people listening to this. I'm, I'm talking theoretically, but you know, one of the a domination technique is using your saliva. Um, so, I mean, and if you look at this, it is certainly potentially dominating. So, you know, we have to we have to think about all our actions, our behavior, our actions. Yeah, very true. Very true. And scary as hell. Yeah. I'm like, wow. 
nothing is going to be the same in that regard. No. I mean, yeah. social interaction, festivals, bookstores, grocery stores. I mean, now it's weird because now that we're starting to open things up, some places are making more demands about face covering or gloves or distancing it's our ritual or all three. Now. I mean, if you have to, you know, if you think about it, this is our ritual clothing now. It really? Yeah. You know, it's not just, I, I, I see, I was talking to um, the curator at the Buckland Museum, and mm-hmm. they're getting ready to re- reopen. And we were talking about, you know, people are looking at this either, you know, clearly, first and foremost, this is a health issue and a life and death issue for a lot of people. And then people are focusing on the economic issues and you know that's certainly what the government is. You know, you know, you know that, and it, which is also for a lot of people a life and death issue. But there's also sure. a spiritual component, a magical component, and mm-hmm. I mean, I am not like a germaphobe by any means. I am so the opposite. I was the kid who was, you know, sent out to play in the dirt, so you know, you build up your immunity. Um, sure, but. You know, but now, you know, I'm wearing my gloves, I'm wearing my mask, I put on sunglasses when I go outside. And Mm -hmm. it it is like, it is gearing yourself up for a ritual. The going outside is no longer just, you know, everything we do, running to the post office. It's it's not just a thing anymore, you know. There's there's almost a ritualized aspect to it. Yeah, I never didn't think about it that way, but that's very interesting that you say that. Well, I have spells on my brain. Well, I have yeah. spells on my brain. <laughs> I have spells on my brain. Sure. And, you know, when I wrote about when I wrote um, Encyclopedia of Spirits and also, um, to a lesser extent, Mystic Saints and Sages, I, I spent a lot of time writing and researching disease spirits. Disease spirits oh. and disease demons and goddesses of, you know, there's a lot of smallpox spirits, for example. And there's all sorts of rituals and spells. And I mean, you'll find them in my books. You'll find them in Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells. All, all sure. sorts of things. And, and to look at, you know, coronavirus has a name. I, I see, you know, Corona, Rona. I see people, and you know, you know, Corona the Crown. It, it's it's very like Angel of Death. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, the French, yeah. uh, the French I, I don't know what the official name is, but the Bureau of Languages has decided it's La COVID. You know, you know, this is a feminine illness. Yeah. Oh. So it's huh. a she. You know, it's 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 a, you know, a goddess, not not a deity. Huh. Interesting. You know, and it is interesting that I mean, it all happened, like, culminated right. You know, everything is happening. Yeah. You know. But I do see the good aspects of it because I'm I'm trying to see the bright side yeah, of everything yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. But yeah, me too. the fact that yeah, the fact that animals yeah. are coming back and, and taking over when the humans have left. So And and they did it. You so know, quickly. air quality. Yeah, the water yeah. quality. Water quality yeah. it's yeah. You know, I, I fear I don't want us to go away I really don't but I I take heart in the fact that the earth will be okay if we die off you know well, I, I think we have to learn I, I don't think we're all going to die off I mean I, yeah. I really don't um, but I think we have to learn to 
live in ways that are that will maybe mm-hmm. in the long run be potentially better for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I mean, if this doesn't get us, we're going to kill ourselves with pollution and take yeah. out more animals with us. Yeah. So yeah, this is a turning point as far as you know, doing better, more green yeah. energy, less pollution, you know, all that good stuff. Over, well, you know, over fishing, meat processing, all of it has been yeah. affected. Everything. I, you know, as yeah. an editor, I, you know, I'm an acquisitions editor for Wiser Books, and people send me proposals for books. And, you know, so I've been doing this for five years now, and um, there's a lot of, you know, hyperbole in proposals. Now, you know, unprecedented. This is an unprecedented book. And, you know, the reality is almost nothing is unprecedented, if you actually think about the meaning of the word. But this, Uh this is unprecedented. The entire, you know, virtually the entire human population all around the world was almost simultaneously, we were sent to our rooms like children, like not children. Right. <laughs> yeah, we all got a timeout. And I mean, what do you? And if you have kids and you give them a timeout, what do you want them to do? You you want them to stay safe. You know, you don't want them to like you know climb out the window and break their necks. And you yeah, you want them to think about what. I mean, they've been given a timeout because you want them to think about what they've done. And so I, I think that there should probably be some contemplation to think about, you know, where you are in your life because for a lot of us. You know, the, all this, oh, you know, we want to go back to what it was like before. But, you know, sometimes what it was like before was really awful. I feel terrible for people who yeah. who are quarantining with, like, a significant others or spouses or family members that they can't stand. But, right. you know, maybe maybe those are people you should maybe think about not living with for next time. Um, exactly. Save I, I know. now. Well, because it's terrible. It's terrible. I yeah. mean, I mean, I've been in an abusive relationship, and I so I can easily think about you know, yeah. oh my God, what what if that was me? Um, it would have been pretty bad. Sure. So, yeah. You know, so I think to sort of examine our lives and where are we vulnerable? Where are we unhappy? What would make this better? You know what? What would make this better? That's that's doable because I mean, clearly, like you know, twenty million dollars would make it better for all of us. But sure. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, something that is theoretically within your within your reach. What, what is it that you can do? Because I, even if we open up, I, yeah. who's to say we're not going to close back down again? And yeah, that's because... what I think is actually coming in the fall. I don't see how we're going to have the ability to stay open when we have nothing to protect us as far as a vaccination, when we have nothing as far as any real appreciable change to society. I mean, you see that when you see people showing up with their AK-50 whatevers, you know, threatening governors and, uh, you know, crying about how they want their services back. It's not even stuff that they're doing. It's like they want mm-hmm. the people that pick their fruit to get back in the fields. It's like very um, selfish. They, they want to go. You know, they want to go to the diner. Why isn't the wait stuff letting them in? Yeah, I, I know. They want other people yeah. to risk their lives. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of 
a load of crap, if you ask me. But but, but also not it. not necessarily appreciating the people who are doing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the selfish aspect is still very much intact, and a lot of people uh-huh. have not learned the lesson. And I think those people are going to be forced to learn the lesson because nothing makes it so real as when it happens in your own house. Right. Absolutely. So I and I am predicting, unfortunately, that that's exactly what's going to happen in the fall and this coming winter. Well, this virus well, hasn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was I was just going to say, and the fact that we now know you can get reinfected. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, we don't really. I mean, people are demanding a vaccine now, but we don't even yeah. know this. We don't even know how this illness really works. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear anything about being able to get reinfected. I you can get reinfected. Yes, yes, yeah. In South Korea, in particular, but there's just Mm -hmm. because you it's it's not like um, the chicken pox or the measles where you get it once and And yeah, you know, I had the mumps, and so you know, presumably I'll never get the mumps again. But this is this is not the same thing, and it and it. And it's not a constant. If you read the stories, like it, it is a transformative illness. It doesn't always behave the same way. Um, yeah, some yeah. people get different okay. symptoms. Uh, mm-hmm. It's possible some different people get none. And some yeah. people don't get sick at all. Right. Right. And yet they're still carriers without knowing it. Yeah. So I, I mean, a, you know, the things that we have vaccines for are diseases we have lived with for a long time. So yeah. I I it does make me a little nervous because there's this desire for a magic switch to you mm-hmm. know just take something and it and it's going to and it's going to stop but we don't know what this is really we we haven't we've barely spent any time with it just a couple months Mhm yeah That's what it's what we know about it's uh it's frightening Yeah it's, it's terrifying. But I'm Speaking really of glad terrifying. Got... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was I was going to ask her about uh, the article you tweeted out earlier, quarantining with ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that in the New York Times today. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was fun. <laughs> See, I personally think fun. that almost every I think all houses are haunted. Some people, some ghosts are just quieter than others. So um, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I think that, you know, in, in as much as people are writing about how, like, their dogs and their cats, like, some of them are happy to have people at home all the time, and some of them are, you know, why aren't you going, why aren't you going away to let me sleep? Um, yeah. I, I mean, imagine the ghosts in your house, like, you know, now you're in there. They used to have peace and quiet for a certain number of hours a day. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They're like, when are you leaving? <laughs> We're bothering everything. We bothered the planet. We bothered the animals. And now we're bothering the spirits yeah. in our house. We're bothering the ghosts. <laughs> Holy shit. We just don't know how, how we shit alone, do we? No. <sighs> so, Judica, when is your book coming out? Tell me again. Um, I forgot. As far as I know, and I, I, you know, this is the thing with the coronavirus, is that I mean, things change sometimes, but as far as I know, and I think this is pretty definite, September 15th. 
Oh, neato. That's cool. Yeah, I I mean, I see that the pre-order pages are up and the different booksellers. um, And so, you know, beyond, you know, beyond supporting me, which would be a very nice thing to do, because, you know, if authors' books don't sell, then publishers don't let them write more books. But, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, support your local booksellers, you know, whoever they are, because they, they really need it. I mean, I just... You know, books not being essential services is just so so awful. Yeah, really, because our local bookstore here never closed. Well, I, I think some communities that... are better than others. A lot of bookstores well, were were forced to close as, as non-essential services. Wow. Uh, my local my local bookseller, and here's the thing for perhaps any other local booksellers that are listening or small booksellers, if you carry any kind of used books that are student-related, like textbooks, you're allowed to stay open. I don't know if that's the same in every state, though. Oh, I hope it is. Oh, that would be awful if it weren't, because access to books is everything right now. Yeah. Especially when you can't go. Are you kidding? Enough time to sit and read a book? I know. I wish. Yeah. (laughs) You know, from cover to cover. Listen, oh, we have a lot yeah. of guests on. I do the best I can, but yeah. oh my gosh, I would love to That's be able like to do perfect, nothing I mean, but read. In the perfect world, if you don't have to worry about working, just to be able to—I don't know—sit oh, outside in a nice place, read some books. Yeah, That's like a, That's you know, a pretty point. nice way to to spend your day. Sure, I love that. Yeah, me too. You know. Not having to work for a living. How am I going to manifest this? Manifest some, <laughs> some swift, uh, you don't have to work anymore energy, but everything's paid for. Yeah, you got to be very specific with that kind of magic. So tell me more about the book. So you, so you wrote this book. Yeah. And it's actually a calendar. Is it a calendar style or is it a calendar book? It's a perpetual calendar, so um, there's like a day oh, so for January. Just forever. Yeah, you can use it every year. It doesn't, you know, there's a leap day too, so it doesn't. It's 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 a book that you can use. This book came out of my own practices because I find as somebody who has worked from home for a very long time, and I think other people are seeing this now, I lose mm-hmm. track of time. So it's like I, yeah. I want to – let's just say your birthday is June 1st, and I want to wish you a happy birthday, and maybe I've bought you a card. And I know your book, your birthday is June 1st, but the problem is I don't realize it's June 1st when it's June 1st, and I look at the calendar, and it's June 4th, and I'm late. So um, uh-huh. I, I, was always, I was always doing that with rituals, too, because I work a lot, and I would, I would like, mean to do something, and then – I would realize, like, the next day, oh, I missed it. Or people, you know, or I would post something on Facebook, you know, today is the festival of, of this goddess or that saint. And then they would, I would, my box would be full of people saying, oh, you know, I want to do something. What should I do? But by the time I read the message, it, it was, you know, it, it was too late. Or, or I was telling yeah. you to get supplies that they should have gotten a week ago. So, um, so I started making notebooks for myself because I found if I wrote it down and I just looked at something in a way, it, it, it didn't work for me with like a calendar on the wall. But if I actually wrote it down and you know prepared myself, um, I was I was better. And so right. the book 
sort of emerged out of that. And it's got, you know, I've got my pound cake recipe for, um, you know, the Feast of St. Expedite. It's got, mm. you know, it's, so it's got some recipes in there. It's got spells. It's got rituals. A lot of them are very date-specific. This is what, you know, there's some things that you, you know, you might only be able to do on a certain day, certain rituals. And some mm-hmm. of them are could be done at other times, but I try to, you know, I did my Four Thieves um, vinegar recipe in the fall because that's normally when I do it. Like as soon as the weather turns, I, uh-huh. I, you know, mix up a batch. Little did I know that I'd be mixing up a batch in March this year. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, so goes life. Right. And, I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's a good thing to have because I will be honest with you, since the quarantine started, it has been as though every day lasts a week. I know. And yeah. I had two I had two Tuesdays this week. And <laughs> I'm constantly missing days. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. You know, I swore today was Friday. You could not convince me otherwise until I got in front of the calendar and looked at my, I had to look at my phone to verify, the calendar to verify. I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm constantly checking my phone. Yeah. It's a Tuesday. What day, you know, what's the date? Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it's it's very much, it's it's a book about the magic power of time. Because, Mm. you know, if you think Ah. about it, when, when you do a ritual, when you do a spell, what are the things we don't talk about? You know, okay, you have to get candles. Okay, you've got to get herbs. But other than, you know, ceremonial magicians who are looking to coordinate with the hour of Venus or, you know, the hour mm-hmm. of Mercury, you know, where you are, the the place, the land, that is a constant silent participant. And the time, not mm-hmm. just, there are a lot of books out there that are, you know, the wheel of the year, um, and, and, you know, there are a lot of beautiful books about the Wheel of the Year and beautiful sure. books about moon phases. And, and the book does mention those. I mean, they are discussed. But in terms of, if you think about the numerology of days and the impact of the things that have happened on that day, um, you know, September 11th um, in 1999 did not have the same resonance as September 11th. In 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, true. you know, it changed, you know, the impact in the way that this coronavirus, this traumatic event, will impact how we live and how we think and how we communicate with each other. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's not, we're not going to have, you know, a collective amnesia where we're going to forget what this was like. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't think so? Because I do think so. No, I don't think so. See, and, I, you know, we say that about certain events, but with time and distance, perception still changes. Right. And I think if they're ever, I mean, if they do come up with a vaccination, I see already how people are going to start shifting out of this mindset and away from the lessons that can be learned right now. Because 
people have a very short, in, in the collective, I find that people actually have a very short memory. Mm. So I'm concerned about it. Witches don't, though. No, witches don't. Yeah, that's the true. general populace does, and that concerns me. I don't know. We're gonna, you know, it's all right now. It's like you ask when my book is coming out, and you know, a couple of years ago, I would have said, "Oh, absolutely, this day." You know, I mean, it's right. up on Amazon. I mean, I've heard it from the publisher, and now nothing mm-hmm. to me seems really definite because it's just. I think we are, are as human beings, as a species, our mm-hmm. desire to have complete control over our environment um, is somewhat of an illusion. And I think we're seeing that now. Interesting. So, you know, I, I know what you're saying. And let's just say, let's just say that this goes away in, the, you know, 2021, there's no illness. And then there's not going to be an illness for another 20 years then the generation that experienced this very strongly, you know, we're going to be like uh, the people from the Great Depression and our kids won't know what we're talking about or our grandchildren. But yeah. that's that's assuming we have that kind of control. And I'm just, I'm watching this illness. And, you know, I live, I live right outside New York City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you, you know, it's not an abstraction to me. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like I, I have like an acquaintance with this thing, um, and I don't I don't know what it is either. But right. um, but we are in the presence of something that is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And instead of sort of stamping our feet and demanding we like get released from time out, I, I think we should take some time and take some deep breaths. And obviously, for people who are you know, I know people who are incredibly impacted and, you know, they're terrified that there's no money and there's no food and how are they going to pay the rent? So, I mean, this is, these are, you know, what I say is not clearly not for everything, for everyone, because there's, there's survival. Um, it's, it's horrendous. And mm-hmm. for people who are not having a horrendous experience, it doesn't mean your neighbors are not. Um, right. But we we are we are in an unprecedented time, and I I I think we need we need some moments of meditation and contemplation and just looking and trying to figure out where we are. We have we've we've gone through the looking glass, mm-hmm. and who are mm-hmm. we on the other side of the looking glass? Where are we? Right. Oh, I agree. Who are we going to be when this is over? Or who do we want to be? This is who are we going to be now? Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be over. See, when we say over, like it implies that we're going to go back to, I mean, I, I maybe we're going to go into something that's going to be better. I, I'd like I to think so. Out. You know, when I have yeah. an optimistic day, I think so. And then, you know, when I don't have an optimistic day, you know, I have like these apocalyptic visions. Um, so, I, you know, it kind of comes in waves. Yeah. But but this is something. This is something. This is not just, you know, I know we have the flu every year. Um, right. This is something. Yeah, it's not yeah. the flu. 
Yeah, because I'm, you know, uh, when I was a vet tech, you know, it, it didn't even click too because Corona is um, something that we consistently vaccinate dogs for. It's like you right. know, a dog flu, yeah, you know, but it's zoonotic, yep. so that's how it gets mm-hmm. transferred. You know, but this is nothing like that. <laughs> Well, I guess it's a relative. Yeah, it's 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 like you know your evil aunt Helga, you know, <laughs> of a relative. A lot of um, a lot of disease spirits come in families. There's a lot of sisters. Ah. Sure. You know, um, and often the scariest one is the one that people know, but they have you know lesser relatives or you know yeah. some less dangerous relatives. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting way to put it. I hadn't thought about that, but I, well, because valid, I write because I write about disease definitely. spirits. I mean, I'm thinking sure, about I mean, you know in India, Shatala, who is the goddess of you know who, who spreads smallpox, and having smallpox is understood as a possession. And you know, if you appease her, wow. she goes away, and you never have it again. And you survive, and you know, but it it could go very, very badly. But she has like six other sisters, and I don't remember, I can't remember their names, but I know, <laughs> I know I've written it down someplace. So there's there's a <laughs> bunch of if, if for those with five thousand spells, my book Encyclopedia of Five Thousand Spells. If you mm-hmm. look at um, there is Love a section on healing, and it will go into, you know. Uh, there, there are all sorts of, of, you know, and most of them are very obscure because for people who are shamanic healers, um, Encyclopedia of Spirits, there's this whole um, saga of these Romani, uh, Transylvanian Romani spirits and how each of them, it's, it's like this very tragic story. Um, these evil fairies rape, the you know, the queen and the beautiful queen of the fairies and then she, you know, gives birth to all these spirits who turn out to be, you know, plague bearers of all different kinds. And, um, and th- th- these, these stories were intended for shamanic healers to mm. understand ways of attempting to deal with these illnesses. Hmm. And I'm certainly not suggesting... You know, I, I wrote Four Thieves, and I got a couple really mean notes from people, like, you know, how dare I talk about Four Thieves vinegar? People should be, like, you know, wearing masks. And, like, yes, absolutely, you should be wearing masks and self-isolating and quarantining and staying six feet away from people. So it is not that you should, you know, do this instead. Right. But, but you know, as a complimentary thing, it doesn't. The worst thing you can say is it doesn't hurt. <laughs> People yeah. Don't <laughs> I mean, you know? That's what you're doing, you know. It, yes, and masks are important. I think these these things should go without saying at this particular point. Maybe I'm giving people too much credit for knowing the difference between an additional suggestion and a suggestion of instead of. I mean, well, I don't well, understand. I, I think people were enraged. I, I don't even think they were thinking about it because they they were telling me things I wrote that actually I, it wasn't in there. Um, so they were just sort of saying wow. stuff. But um, huh. you know, this is this is a really stressful time, and people are all dealing with it in their own ways. And 
people are really stressed. Like I was thinking about the, I think a lot about the the security guard who was shot and killed in Michigan because he yeah. asked someone yeah. to put on a mask right. and they felt disrespected. Yep. But you know that's not a, you don't get a death sentence for disrespecting someone. But everybody is exactly. you know the security guard too. Maybe you know we're we're all stressed. And so we need to be kind to each other because we're all stressed. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't think a request to protect other people could ever, I mean, I would never have thought that that could be misconstrued into a sign of disrespect. I think we have become way too in our fucking feelings. I'm sorry. I think people are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, so no, that's good. That's good because I have been trying so hard not to keep my, my language very clean because I don't know what's okay. So that's really good. Because <laughs> I'm working on your soul. I talk like a. <laughs> yeah. Holy you, you are free to speak. <laughs> yeah, no. I, we curse on this show all the time. It's in Thank the disclaimer you. at the beginning. Are you kidding? I can't <laughs> stop saying fuck to save my life. I haven't. It's a. Everything I do, I'm telling you, you got to be prepared because I am not cleaning it up. I'm sorry. Some people just need to grow the fuck up. I, I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you feel this way. Guess what? That's your problem. I didn't say anything to make you feel this way. Yeah. You just decided well, that I was talking to you. I wasn't even talking to you. Take your problem yeah. elsewhere, and if you can't fix it yourself, seek therapy. Just saying. Preach. Well, over it. You know, and yeah, you're not responsible for you know other people's emotions, you know, or reactions to what you say. That's all them. They don't well, like I mean, it. If they I say something, right? But if I say something to you, sis, I hate the way your hair looks. That's just fucking mean. And obviously, well, I'm yeah. addressing you. There's a difference yeah. between that, which I would never say anyway, because you <laughs> would never let yourself look silly. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't you're know. Oh, shut up. I haven't dyed my hair in a couple weeks. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, please. You think you're the only one? Stop. But what I'm saying yeah, is, yes, if someone goes after you, if someone attacks you, okay, defend yourself yeah. or be hurt or whatever it is you need to do about it. But if somebody makes a statement and you decide that it's about you, then mm-hmm. you have a problem with narcissism, not me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just saying. <laughs> people are nuts. Yeah, yeah just a little. A little bit. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, it, I'm it, over it. Judica, I'm over it. I'm just over it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're so busy trying to keep each other safe. We're wearing masks, you know, and there's conflicting information. And I and I have to blame the top of the ticket because, quite frankly, when you yeah. give the public conflicting information, 
no one really knows what the hell to believe if they're not paying attention to scientists. I believe in science. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not listening to the blah, 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 blah out of a talking head. I'm listening to the scientists whenever they're allowed to speak, which they're being muffled up half the time too. So, I mean, I understand why folks who don't read get confused, and it's a terrible thing. But if you're asking people just to use common sense, don't breathe near me, stand a number of feet away from me just in case I have something, I don't want to give it to you, this should not even be a conflict. Don't you agree? Yeah, but I think if uh, a lot of people had common sense... uh we have a lot fewer issues in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I see a lot of people with no common sense. I see a lot of people who have have had poor educations and people who think they've had good educations who actually have had poor educations, um, people mm-hmm. who can't understand what's, who have no attention span, can't understand what's being said to them. Um, one of... The most useful things, I was a communications major at college, and one of the things they would do, and it's a good exercise, and I mean, I made my kids do it when they were little, is to like look at a advertisement or a political speech or or a television commercial and look at it and then try to figure out what they're really trying to sell you. Because sometimes yeah. it's not, it, it may not be what, you know, it may not be obvious. They, the, the presenting thing may not be actually what they're trying to sell you. And that kind of analytic thinking is something that a lot of people are not exposed to. And they just hear something. I mean, I, I know the responses I get. I If I write something, people will respond sometimes. And I can tell maybe they read the headline. Maybe they read some of it. Like, they don't say, I don't understand this. Can you explain it to me? They they go on the attack. Um, yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, and not, you know, not to politicize anything and not to name names and not to, you know, because I think there's a lot of guilt to go around. I think a lot of people who are in positions of power and all the research indicates, you know, that this started a lot earlier than we were first told. Um, yeah. Agreed. And Agreed. Uh, in, instead of saying, oh, my goodness, what can I do for the American people to keep them safe? A lot of people mm-hmm. looked at situations and thought, thought about how they could enrich themselves instead before protecting yep. people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're paying for that. Yeah, one of yeah. our senators, as a matter of fact, is being accused of that right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, So I mean, there's a lot of them. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, first of all, you know, I, I, as far as that goes, I don't, I don't think public officials, because they work for the public, should own stocks. I really don't. I just think we should all have the health insurance that they have. Whatever Congress and the Senate have, we should all have it. Whatever they're giving Mm -hmm. themselves, let's just give it to everybody. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I want their level of health care. Yeah, whatever they've got. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Never happened. I'm good with it. Not a, I mean, that would be great. That would be great. I mean, I would love to not have to worry about health care ever again and know that whatever the bill is, it will be paid. And Yeah, would love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. If we, if we could get billionaires to pay their taxes like we do, we could definitely afford it. Yeah, but we're giving them cuts, so not cool. Well, we should talk about something positive because this is all very depressing. <laughs> I know. I know. So let's talk about something happy. What's What's something that has sparked joy for you the last couple months? I, I'm, you know, I say that as, as, you know, I'm a graduate of the School of Hard Knocks. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can certainly tell, you know, 1997 is my year from hell. And, I mean, we could we could go to some, you know, scary places. But I feel very blessed that everything I do right now is something I love. I, you know, um I, I love writing. I love researching. I love talking with you. I love, um, you know, I, I love reading. I, I'm a car- I have done more card readings in March than I think I did in the last two years. Um, wow. So, yeah, wow. Um, and I, I love to read. And I, you know, and I love to work. And I, you know, I'm a midwife for other people's books. And Wiser Books has got some amazing books coming out. I think you had... Um, Anne went Avalon on a, uh, a little while ago, and she's got a beautiful new she's book coming actually, out. She's coming up in July. As oh, a matter well, of she'll have a book out in January, uh, The Way of the Water yeah. Priestess, and it's gorgeous. And mm-hmm. um, Dorothy Morrison, we have a new edition of Utterly Wicked, and Amy Blackthorne yep. has a new book uh, coming up, Botanicals, uh, Blackthorne's Botanical Brews. We, we've yep. got, like, incredible books coming out, and that fills me with joy, and I, I hope... I hope that we're able to, you know, bring some joy to other people. And then, you know, you know, I live with my kids, and that makes me happy. I, I love listening to music. I love to cook. So, I, I, you know, there are things I miss. I, I, I think about, you know, I really want to go to the beach. Um, Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really want to go to the beach. But I mean, I don't know that if I was working, even if this wasn't, I don't know if I'd be going anyway. So, yeah. uh, you know, there is uh, there are some really nice Korean health spas in the New Jersey, New York area, and I'd really like to be going there. But, um, yeah. it, you know, it's not happening this month. Um, so, you know, it it just, I, I feel I feel very blessed because, um, you know, um, my my kids did get sick, so I mean I I know how bad this is, um, you oh know, and, and they recovered. So um, yeah. the, I mean it's not theoretical to me. I live in an area that's a real hot spot, so right. none of this is theoretical. And you know, it, in like we don't really have a net. Me too. You know, we we walk this little tightrope, and you know, things could go wrong very 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 quickly. So you know, people, yeah. you know, you know, do your protection magic, and you know, stay you know, stay in good relationships with your ancestors and your guardian angels and, and who, whoever protects you. And if if you don't know who protects you, you know, develop that relationship. Make that a conscious relationship because those are things that, and, and it will bring you happiness. In addition to safety, mm-hmm. it, it will bring you happiness. And one of the things 
about the magical arts is that it brings us joy. You know, and that sense of spiritual power, even if we don't have a lot of other power right now. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very out of control in some instances, and I think that's why the toilet paper panic started. Um, I don't know why people... I don't know why people got it into their heads that diarrhea or something like being in the bathroom constantly was going to be the issue. It was actually, as far as I know, still not one of the main uh, conditions of the virus. But I realized, and I've talked to a lot of people who have told me that they went to the grocery store to buy toilet paper and couldn't find it and flipped out when they got to their cars. And you know, it's not about the toilet paper. It's no. about the lack of control over your life. It, and it's the lack of control yeah. and uh, the lack of things that we took for granted, mm-hmm. you know, here. You know, maybe not yeah. in other places, but things that were so normal and we took them for granted. And mm-hmm. then it wasn't, you know. Even today, I went yeah. shopping for something, and like you know, I I had the option I could buy like you know fifty different kinds of chips and cookies, but all I wanted mm-hmm. was like uh, some salt and mayonnaise, and that was really hard to find. So it's like yeah. all these really, all these really kind of normal things that you don't think about mm-hmm. have just be, but it's it's a desire for control, and I mean. I think we all have that too. Oh, to like gosh, retain some control that. over, yeah, you know, how do you retain control over your lives? And you know, even even with with magic, you know, you're used to doing things one way. You're used to having a certain kind of a candle or a certain kind of an herb, and mm-hmm. uh, like like it shouldn't be a big deal. Like I was thinking, to, I wanted to cook something, and I wanted some plain yogurt. And mm-hmm. normally, normally, you know, a couple months ago, I have, would have gotten in my car, there's a supermarket five minutes away, grabbed mm-hmm. a container, come home and finish dinner. And now, you know, just to think about going to the supermarket is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it is exhausting. It's I just exhausting. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I wear a mask. I don't really like wearing a mask, but I wear a mask. So... If I'm going to go to the supermarket, especially for one thing, I have to put on my mm-hmm. gloves. I have to put on my mask. I have to worry about who's mm-hmm. coughing on me. I I mm-hmm. have to wonder if there's, you know, can I even go in because they're, they're only allowing a certain number of people in. So am I going to have to stay in line? It's like it's not worth it unless, you know, it's not worth it for one thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gone to a store for one thing Mm-mm. since February. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's been months because it's not worth it to exactly what you just said because, you know, when I went to the doctor today, it was very interesting. Um, Everybody was wearing a mask, and the person who didn't use their mask appropriately was their finance manager. And I see her – it was ridiculous because she goes up to the front desk, and she pulls her mask – instead of – Speaking, pulling the mask out and speaking underneath it, which is what you should do to not have any droplets shoot at anybody. She pulled the mask down under her chin and was talking to the staff. And I just wanted to slug this woman. So I said something to the practice owner because she's my doctor. And I said, "Um, 
you know, your finance manager walked up to the main desk and did this, and I showed her what the what she had done, and she was like, I will speak with her. I said, that would be good. <laughs> she, that mask isn't doing her a damn bit of good, or at least it's not helping anybody she's speaking with because that's a problem. But, yeah. you know, you do have to put on a whole suit of armor. You know, I keep gloves and an extra mask in the car at all yeah. times because yeah. if it's early in the morning and I forgot forget to pack it in my bag the night before, I need to make sure I have something available right away. Plus, I have the letter that I was issued when the shutdown first happened that enabled me to continue to work. So, oh, wow. I mean, I've never, yeah. never had to show anybody my papers in it's my like your life. papers. Right, um, which American is not the American community. way. Right. <laughs> so now my, yeah. immig- my immigrant friends are like, oh, so now you get it, huh? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, this is how people live in other countries all the time. You have yep. to have your papers just in yep. case someone stops you. So that yep. is, it, it's it's it has historically not been our way. No. Yeah. And so this has been for some of us. This has been a real lesson in, yeah. The you know in in just learning a little smidgy smidgy about what other people who are not from here go through just to get through a day. Yeah, Americans are so spoiled. It's like, oh. You know, we are and we're not. We are and we're not because, you know, in some ways people come, like, to America from Europe. um, And, you know, or, you know, I have family in Australia who couldn't believe, uh, you know, New Jersey Transit is not a cushy bus. So we are compared to some, you know, we are spoiled compared to some people, but not to to everyone. Um, Yeah, true. We we have it rough compared to some people, some countries. Um, You know, our our health care. Oh, for sure. You know, our health care, that's a problem. I mean, mean, I've certainly, you know, as as a parent, um, you know, prayed that your kids wouldn't get sick because how can you afford to take them to the doctor? Sure, yeah. That's not something that anybody should have to do. Oh, I yeah, agree. they're they're shocked that you know people will tell you know if, if they get into an accident or get hurt they will tell bystanders do not call an ambulance for me right right you know because yeah, you can't you're better off with it. an Uber That's, right exactly yeah no it's true and, and I mean I, our our public transportation is awful yeah mm-hmm. um you know the car but automobile insurance is expensive. So, uh-huh. you know, I mean, we we do not have – some people do. We have a very – there's yeah. a very big difference between the well-off – I mean, I'm not even talking about the well-off versus the impoverished. But mm-hmm. for the middle class, you know, it's um, – it's it's not necessarily an easy life, and the coronavirus has, has I think, really really demonstrated that. Well, that's yeah. true, and unfortunately, the people who have less than that have it even worse. Like, of course, and and it's always yep. that way. But but my meaning and what I said was, as far as the ability to stamp your feet and be yeah. an asshole, <laughs> Americans have it. Just saying. Well, but not all Americans have that. True, 
so not, not, not all not people. all Americans are like that because I'm looking at those people. No, 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 no. You know, not. not all Americans not. because you know, you know, you know, there's like driving while black, and then there's people walking around sure. with guns at the state house, and somehow, you know, I don't know why they're not being arrested. Yeah, I think I would be arrested. Yeah, I think they're domestic terrorists. Yeah, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, if you align with the whoever's in power at the moment, you get a pass. This particular bunch just happens to be more violent than most. I mean, but and I don't mean that all Americans are spoiled. What I'm saying yeah. is, as far as the award for entitlement. Americans are pretty yeah. fucking entitled in their attitude. And these are not even people who have anything. These are just people who sit behind a, a computer screen trying to tear down everybody that's not like them. There's different levels of entitlement. You don't have to have a lot of money to have a, a sense of entitlement either. Yes, I mean, the poor are treated like shit no matter what's going on. Agreed. But when it comes to the whole me, 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 narcissistic syndrome, I think America kind of tops the chart on that. <laughs> Just saying, my opinion. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're pretty, we're, you know, even those of us who don't have a lot still have a lot more than a lot of other people. And sure. I think that gets lost on folks, you know. Everybody's striving to be rich, and they keep forgetting. Being rich brings a whole other set of problems. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of those are problems we should experience. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Sure. I, but I mean, I've known pe- people who have had money, and quite honestly, there are, there's some things you just can't even fix with money, like on yeah. occasion stupid because you could get an education, but some people just don't want to. That's, you know, people make choices that are, I just don't understand sometimes. But, you know, I just hope that we learn to be kinder to the yeah. people that we don't get anything from. See, it's really easy to be nice to people that you think in some way can help you or do something for you. Um but I, I just would like to see people be kinder to people that they know will never be able to do anything for them back. You know, I think that's the level of kindness we're, we're supposed to be learning right now. Well, I mean, I don't think we have a lot of choice. I yeah. mean, uh, we're, not, we're, we're kind of not in charge right now, even if some people think they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. It's really oh. true. You know, but we can rebuild the world right now. I mean, it can really start right now. We can actually fix things. I just don't yeah. know where to start with that. Except, yeah. I mean, except for trying to help other people. Like, you know, there there are so many things wrong that need fixing, and I think it's kind of overwhelming. But if nothing else, we should learn that, you know, we need to stop trying to take over and like run animals off of their habitats and, you know, try not to poison all of the crops. And you know what I mean? It's, it's the earth is trying to rebuild and (laughs) 
and it'll do it with or without us. I know the earth is going to be fine. George Carlin had a great routine about it. You know, the earth only wanted us around because it wanted plastic for itself, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And now that we've given it plastic, it's done with us and we're going away. We can go now, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, so I think if we're intending to stay, and I kind of think we are, um, we might want to treat the planet a, a bit better. You know, the meat supply is in serious question. This is a great time to go vegetarian um, for a lot of folks, you know. We're definitely doing the Gardein thing and trying to back off of meat in a big mm. way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's you got to rethink shit sometimes, <laughs> you know. You've yeah. you got to try to lend a helping hand. Yeah, this is true. But I think we're going to be all right. Yeah. I I think some of us are going to be okay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, Uh, we're past the point of that for a lot of people. A lot of people are not going to be okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They're already not okay. There's always going to be casualties. It's sad, but it's true. You know, yeah. we've got to do better by each other as a species, yep. and, and we haven't been. And that's a problem. No, not at all. Yeah. I, know. And I hate to do this, but we are we are down to five minutes. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I went quickly. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? I looked up. I'm like, oh, shoot. So, so Judica... Do you have yeah. any potential plans that maybe have not been canceled or things that Well, I didn't have any plans anyway. Anything? I had already canceled all my plans. I mean, I haven't done events, uh, live events for two years. So um, wow. because I, I don't I don't have the time. To, I didn't have the time to do it anyway. I am going to do the um, I will be doing the Pagan Unity Festival um, at the end of May. I think it's maybe Memorial Day, if I'm correct. Nice. Um, oh. Yeah. So I will be teaching a class on, on solitary spellcasting. Because uh, this has not only this has impacted us on so many levels, yes. But for a lot of people, we have to rethink how we're how we're doing rituals, how we're doing spells, how we're interacting with the people that we normally would be practicing our magic with. So mm-hmm. I'll be doing that, and and that's uh, I think tickets are available, and you can be. I mean, one of the beauties now is you can be any place in the world. Because uh, yeah. I've done the event twice live, and it's, uh, you know, in Tennessee. And uh, now you don't have to be local. All you need is, a, is, you know, a Zoom link or that. a computer. Yeah. Yep. That is a cool thing. I, I, I do I've, like that. I Me too. I've actually been to more book launches yeah. this month than I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so, we are going to post the Pagan Unity Festival festival link. Yeah. So as Judith said, she's teaching. So and check it out. And there's great people. I think Amy Blackthorne and Christopher Penzak. Um, and maybe, I don't want to say maybe because I could be wrong because um, I can't keep anything in my head. But um, um, there is like it's an all-star cast. So really, really some great teachers. Oh, and the wonderful, wonderful Judith Ellis will be Thank teaching you. too. So definitely check it out. I am putting it up on the page right now. 
Judica, thank you so much for spending oh, time with us. Oh, thank you. We love you to we pieces, love and we will you. talk to you. Oh, well, maybe I'll come back when the book is out. We can talk more. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to book you again as soon as we get off the air. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you're you so welcome. much. Thank you, thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, oh, Jess, we got a whole weekend ahead of us. We uh, <laughs> yep, we, we got go two more shows ahead. tomorrow. That's right. We've got Jason right. Mankey well, we- at 1 p.m., and we've got Sharon Knight at 3. So we will see you at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Eastern Standard. All right. We hope you guys have a wonderful Friday night. We hope you can dr- join us tomorrow, and we love you. Bye. Bye.